0: Should good. Be, like something
1: the moms say, like, like a Coco song, like the mom says, Oh, because the mom is always the one shushing. Look at us, we're <laughs> jumping into this already without even announcing what we're doing. Hi, my name is Marae, and this is Paula. And today we are going to be talking about talking shit about other moms. How exciting is this topic? <laughs>
0: I love this topic, it's like, uh, a, it's, a, it's one of those small realizations you have after motherhood actually that you'd like oh wow (laughs) maybe I shouldn't have been so harsh
1: (laughs) I wish we were um like on a webinar sort of thing so we can get people's responses but um you know if you just nod we'll feel your energy nod if you thought you had all the answers to motherhood and you could do better than every woman you saw on the street before you became a mother because paula and i i think one of the topics that we started connecting with the most uh was this topic it's like this this deep passion for never talking shit about another mom i don't care what you're doing and this is this is how this is when i knew that paula and i would be good friends i don't remember where we were i think we were in greece when we had just met and there was a mom crossing the street with a baby, a toddler who was like throwing a tantrum or something, and I was like, "Oh my god, look at this!" And Paula's response was, "Oh, poor mom," like <laughs> the st- you know. And I grew up in, you know, I, I'm Cuban. I grew up in Latin America. You know, I moved to the United States in the early 2000s. I'm a millennial, so like, I grew up with this generation of like if your hair isn't perfect, you're, you know, if if the kid has rowdy hair, the mom is crappy. If they're showing up one okay. day late to school, the mom is, you know, a shithead. If the kid is crying in public or running or being human, oh, the mom is, she's the one, you know, even if there's yeah. like a dad and the grandparents and everybody, it's the mom, she's the crappy one, you know, she's the one at fault. And I remember when you, the first time you, there was something happened. I think it was that time that mom was crossing the street with a child and you were like, oh, bless her, poor mom. And I was like, yes yes man yes taking a place of empathy for this poor woman that has been thrown into this monumentally responsible job that she did not know what it would entail with no help and no handbook like we're all thrown at this yeah, you know and, just as we are and Maybe having to
0: safely cross the street with a child that's just, yeah but, jump for a so,
1: that right there so real the other day when somebody was like I get to go home with this baby but also who who I get I, I, I'm i going home with this baby like yeah, I just like, what how, <laughs> like how do I do this right like yeah I after I left her
0: hospital I was there for a night and I had a c-section and they left me they left that they, they left I, I just went with a little baby they were like yeah sure right Oh, God, you know, like, and the, you know, the responsibility. But it is, it's like one of the things that for me in motherhood was I, well, before motherhood, I guess, I was really harsh. I was very harsh on a lot of mothers. And it's because of, yeah, like you said, the culture and the generations that we grew up with, because you see a mom, even my, my mom would say stuff like this. It's always, you know, the parent, oh, that mom didn't brush the hair, oh, that mom didn't do this, that mom didn't do that. And when I was growing up, obviously it was always the case of going after the moms being like, "Ah, oh, if it was me, I would do this differently. You know, it's a classic comment that you do every time when you're single. So once <laughs> I became a mother and got the jewel that I have for a son um, and realized how hard, it is um I was like oh okay well never mind I will feel sorry and now and then it it was also like a thing that you I realized I was like sorry for that mother and then you it it actually clicks and you're like yeah sorry for that mother that has to to me I I feel like I remember that scene it was just thinking of myself crossing that street with my toddler at that exact time like just the thought of it it was yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think it's just it's also because it's crazy no go ahead
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say it's crazy, but...
1: It is, because I think you also, like, as a, a, as a mom... Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's crazy because as a mom, you start sort of connecting the dots. Like, I remember I spent a few months living with my cousin. Like, one summer we were just in Florida visiting, and we stayed with my cousin. She was switching houses, and, you know, she had a toddler, and it was just the amount of crap everywhere like no matter what it just seemed like no matter what we did there's always a mess and this cousin of mine we're like sisters like we grew up together my entire life like you know if there's a person that unjudges her because I know her so well but I remember feeling and thinking like damn like when did you become so messy like when did you become the kind of person that can live like this and then I became a mom. And you guys, like, I, I'm not a super clean mom. I'm not a person who needs to clean every day to feel like I've accomplished something. I'm not, you know, a neat freak or anything of the sort. But I dislike passionately when there's a mess because it affects me mentally. Like, I just, I I wake up and I open my bedroom door. And if there's a mess everywhere, that's just, like, already a bad place for me to start. And it's just when you become a toddler mom, especially those first months. I'm assuming For you, it started really early because flame was walking before breathing um you know but it's like when you get to that place when they start moving and touching things and putting them out of place like it's like it, 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 how do you win <laughs> you how? Little, but, yeah, exactly. Little like- human going around <sighs> taking things off the shelves and that's all they're doing all day they have nothing else to do while you have to catch up with that and everything else you have to do so it's like you're outnumbered no matter what you do yeah yeah that's why we have so many shelves that have
0: nothing like we bought so many shelves that we were like we're gonna be legit no like our shelves have nothing like nothing. literally the two bottom shelves because what what is the point
1: <laughs> when alaska started just walking, going to, it just removes everything oh yeah she well okay so when we, when she started walking we lived in a place that had like the the kitchen cabinets were just like we never proof whatever the kitchen cabinets or anything like that because i figured the earlier she figures out where things are and that she can grab them the least exciting they will be for her later on and it actually worked out really well for my child again I don't think this is something that I can claim as like I did it well I think it's more a personality thing I think she's the kind of child that if she yeah. knows what it is she loses interest yeah I tried I can, that I tried that yeah it yeah matter. that's why I'm like ah there are some things that I'm like oh this is the hack that I can share and there are some things that I'm like <laughs> I'm almost positive this is just my one child like let me try it with a second if it works with a second that I can share the tip like and see if it works for other people you know like <laughs> <laughs> before I claim that I know because so alaska i like, need more I can evidence tell her, yeah i need I, this needs to be a proper study uh, right now it's just a hypothesis you know but with alaska <laughs> if i tell her like if i tell her don't put this in your mouth it's dangerous you could choke she will not put it in her mouth i'm sure flynn would do the opposite just like my niece would do the opposite you know what i mean like it's just uh, personalities are different but when she was starting to walk we had the only thing i had in the kitchen bottom shelves Were teas. I was like obsessed with tea. It was really cold in Insaala that year. I don't know. Had a lot of teas, and I remember one day I walked into the kitchen. Obviously, I was probably like twenty seconds after her because you know, like she maybe just started walking. It's not like you're gonna let them walk for three hours, you know. And I walked into the kitchen, and it looked like a Chinese tea factory. Like every single tea bag was outside of the box, and I'm talking about at least twenty boxes of teas. All the tea just it was like Christmas, but with tea bags, and it took me—I swear to you—it must have taken me at the most one minute from the last moment I saw her until I caught her in the kitchen. You know, oh, it's like, so—it's <laughs> it's it it's so it's crazy, crazy it's- how fast they move.
0: Yes, it's so crazy, and to keep that tidy is impossible. And yeah, it's—I—we've—we've uh, uh, we've learned the hard way that uh, motherhood comes with its you know joys moments of joy yes. see, but yeah like I, I, we don't like I don't like to judge other mums and also because also came very clear from the internet and sharing uh, the, the sketches I do online and you know knowing other mums that share things and you see the comments that people just leave without you know like you don't know the whole story like you just see a mm. six second video and you just assume that this mother somehow is neglecting the child and you don't know know what happened before this video how it happened before you Uh, don't know what happened in between You, you you just assume you know everyone's life and then you just assume people are neglecting kids and you're yeah and you just assume you're better and that's the thing yeah we assume we're better than other people just because we do things differently and our kids respond differently and we don't know anything like you can have an idea of how a kid's going to react but if this kid is completely different this mom has to live completely different from your life right Right, and I think that, like.
1: I think that's also a big, a big, big topic um, to talk about. Maybe we can do a whole episode on that because I feel like yeah. there's this big disparity in social media where people are given advice or tips, and then there's all these people that are always like looking for the flaws in the tips and the advice, and there's this very, very thin line between this is what works for my child. I don't think it's going to work for every, like we're, we're big on, this is what worked for our kid. And one of the things that we always make a big deal on, um, especially with a flying topic, is separating the advice. Like we have reels that are literally opposite advice because we are totally different moms, even though we agree on so many things, but we also have things that we do differently. Our kids are completely different, you know, different personalities, et cetera. And I think that it's so important to when we look at other people, not just try not to judge because you really literally do not know what they're going through um but also realize that we all have to make decisions based on our family like on the specificity of the moment the circumstance and the child or children we're dealing with you know yeah. and this the variables are endless like it's it's literally never going to yeah. be the same There's Even just so much as the, the same right even if you have two kids like even twins like it's different for yeah. both yeah
0: yeah 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 me and my twin were completely different that's so crazy just I always that, forget you we have a twin. to handle things differently yeah it's yeah. just it, that's it, so you can never you never know
1: you so know, remember, hey, remember we were in Madeira and we asked your mom um if because Flynn if was climbing on the roof tiles remember um and we asked her if you know like if, if it was because she was like this this boy is crazy or something like that and I asked like like and this is her she's already had twins and she said a Flynn was more active and more daring than both you and your brother together as twins. Oh yeah. yeah. And mind you, she had you guys yeah, like 10 the- years after your, her other child. So this is a, this yeah. is not a woman like this is a woman that had twins 10 years after her first kid. So like I'm, I'm having a second pregnancy for three, three and a half years after my first child. And it's already so much harder because there's a child because my body is, different because i'm older etc 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 imagine your mom 10 years that like you're done your child is a teenager basically and all of a sudden you have twins and still
0: she was 29 though
1: yeah it doesn't matter like i'm, I'm not saying that her body wasn't probably at the state that my body is or whatever but <laughs> dude like all of us like you know how we feel this I know, but it is, it is, it's crazy like it's, it's crazy, you know like yeah. okay you're not breastfeeding okay. anymore you're not changing diapers you're not chasing somebody to clean their butt when they finish pooping to make sure they're not smearing shit on your couch you know whatever like 10 year old is a self-sufficient i mean there's a different array of problems but then the headache of having a two-year-old and a 12 year old i find
0: it it crazy how people do that as well like uh not crazy that's the wrong choice of words but i find it really fascinating actually how you can you know I don't know how you can go from like, you know, a space of 10 years for having a kid like, you know, on purpose, you know, because my parents was on purpose. Like, how would you
1: pick that much? There are a lot of time, like right? That. I just, there's a lady and that works it's cr- with my it's husband. It's interesting. She has two sets of children. The first two are like 10 and 11. And the other ones are like three and four. Like she just decided to go back and have more kids.
0: Yeah. It, it, That's just fascinating also,
1: because like it's why it's 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 it's, it's but I think I think it but might seem way, crazy to us be because way. no but I think it's also because we're in the little people stage of motherhood you know what I mean where there's so much that yeah we need yeah. to be involved in you know what I mean like our time for ourselves or for like i think when you have a teenager there's a different array of problems like obviously a lot more talks a lot more involvement a lot more sneaking around to make sure they're not doing anything you know like whatever that entails i know there's definitely and i know it's not easier i know it's not less work it's just different kind of work but i feel like on this yeah very like the first few years you're so involved all the time that it's like it it, i just cannot imagine you're probably missing it it as well there's a friend of Rogers that gave birth to four kids at the same time. They had quadruplets. I I don't I I will never understand like how do people you know like these are the sort of circumstances yeah, that you know. That, yeah, people actually do it. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy because you know, like for us with yeah. our realities, like, I cannot imagine taking care of four kids at the same. Time. I can barely. Sometimes I have the one, and I'm like, <laughs> like am I just not? good enough nope. like am i not sufficient of a human for more ki- like you know what i mean like what's happening wow. why can't we <laughs> yeah i think i think it, i think if we would given the circumstances we would, would adapt
0: because that's what, yeah you have to well that's we, what, how what, we what did with do? the one that's what you did with the one it was different yeah. and you adapted and you did it right so i feel yeah. like if it was the same yeah where you just you would just adapt
1: adapt yeah. would learn, you would learn You'll lose some sanity but you'll make it alive you know like Every time I yes, have this exactly. one cousin of mine. that Every time I tell him, like I remember when I was pregnant. I was like, oh, and they were expecting their second, and I was like, "Wow, two. And you know, every time we talk about kids, he's always like, "Dude, our parents, our grandparents had like seven, ten, eleven kids. Like this arrived. If they had, all of our parents have all of my uncles yeah. for my dad and mom's. And it was two back kids. then. And it was back then. You had to do laundry by hand and stuff like that. You know, like oh my god. Exactly. So you know, yeah, I always think about. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, so I grew up in Cuba, and Cuba is like living back in the 50s, and I I remember going to help my mom with laundry. Helping my mom with laundry was not what Alaska does. Alaska goes down with me, sits on top of the washer i was like throw the basket of clothing in there my mom had to like you know and then we never had the soap this sound i'm doing is if you're listening by the way and not watching um it's like you know like washing the clothes against the stone or whatever we had this like the rack situation that you wash So we had this like stone sink outside of our house, like on the alleyway behind the kitchen and we would fill it up with water. And then we had this giant bars of soap that honestly were really hurtful. I always ended up with Bruce. And by the way, when I helped my mom with laundry, I'm sure I was there for two minutes, three times. And then like Alaska, it's like, ah, I'm done. You know, like, it's not like I, I was not the child that was doing laundry with my mom. You're being slaved. Yeah, I was not the child that was being put to work at all. Um Cuba is very big on education. Children have to go to school, so I just want to make that clear. You know, because I'm making it sound like I was like, you know, doing laundry every day on a stone, but it was like, literally back, <laughs> yeah, like back back in the day, like proper back in the day. But then I think about those women who were actually doing that. They had to walk a mile to the river, bang the goddamn clothes on the rocks and I don't even know how those came out clean. And then, <laughs> and then the, the child is there and if the child is anything like my child, she gets hungry the second we get to the river. Then i gotta walk back and find a snack and <laughs> uh, back then bro back then there was
0: no, no snacks
1: no oh, snack you, cuba, you hungry me, eat you some me. leaves so okay uh, in cuba in cuba there's a saying um i'm gonna translate it so this, this reminds me of modern family how sofia vergara is always translating the sayings in spanish so brace for this the saying goes you know in Spanish you say mama tengo hambre which means mama I'm hungry and then you say alza la pati lambe, which means lift up your leg and lick <laughs> 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 like mama tengo hambre alza la pati lambe, you know I have no idea what it's saying came from or what it's supposed to be or where you're supposed to lick or how it's supposed to like quench your hunger. I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is that this is what I was. (laughs) Stupid sayings. Oh, I love that. Just because it kind of rhymes, you know, hambre y lambe. I think honestly, this is why it's being said. But what's funny is that this is what I was told, you know, when I was hungry. Um, And then I feel guilty when I offer my daughter an apple instead of, you know, I don't know, a bigger meal, you know? And it's like, dude, I was just told to lick myself. Like, (laughs) yeah, horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know, the point of this conversation, we've deviated again, but the point here is that you really should not judge because every mom is doing the absolute best they can. And just to wrap this episode up, because I think we've just deviated so much into like, you know, Cuban laundry stories. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I want to talk about <laughs> briefly about business because there are there's a whole new wave of entrepreneur moms. Uh, a lot of them are with us in our community. We're you know helping so many moms like break out of the cycle of like I don't know what to do in my life after motherhood. By the way, if you are a brand new mom and you're feeling like you don't know where you're going, check us out at Travel Family Academy or TravelFamilyAcademy.com/blog. We share tons of information on how to monetize your passions, your new passions, or how to find the things that you're <clears> loving of your new journey of motherhood and how to find your way into doing something meaningful with your life that generates an income without having to spend 80 hours a week outside of your house um but i think in the space of entrepreneurship and this new age of motherhood where we are allowed and um motivated to find you know businesses to be entrepreneurs and mothers simultaneously i think there's a lot of this competition of like oh you know like she's doing this and that's just kind of crappy or, Oh, she's trying to do that. And I wonder who's taking care of her kids. Or she's using her kids for photos to like, you know, make money on Instagram and la, 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 la. And it's back to the same topic. It's like, you don't know what a mom is going through and what she's, you know, I have, there's a coach that I know that she got big in 2020. This woman, her daughter's name is Alaska actually as well. Um, She's from San Francisco, single mother Um, became a social media manager Started working online, she started actually creating those little follow trains of moms, the ones that are really not useful at all anymore that you really can't find success with. But somehow she found success because it was 2020 and I think people were trying to grow. And so she started this whole big mom community. And this woman was almost homeless when she started doing this. And she was able to provide for her daughter. So you can sit here and judge her for doing something that let's say I don't agree with. I don't think those mom trains really lead anywhere, and they're not really as a marketing strategy, they're not sustainable. You can sit here and be like, wow, what a badass. This woman was alone at home. Yeah. fired from her job. Yeah, and exactly. she somehow found a way to make an income and a life and a future for her family, for her and her daughter. Right. And I feel like in this new age of like social media and so many opportunities online, those things, those opportunities wouldn't be available. And they're not available for those of us that are sitting there judging and thinking, oh, look what she's doing, look how wrong it is, look how bad it is, like la 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 la. Because there's always gonna be something that we're not gonna agree with. There's always going to be something that we can do differently. But that's the beauty of it. Just go do it differently and continue on your merry way. You don't have to sit there and bash someone yeah. for it, you know? Exactly, exactly. And there's enough space for
0: everybody to share their whatever passion, business there is. There's no need. Like, you should be supporting each other and helping each other instead of fighting each other. There's no need for that. Like, there's no need to be shitty
1: yeah that's
0: that's a perfect word it's just there's there's no need for it because like we are all different we all work differently and again same goes for business and uh, and whatever is your choice and whatever it makes you work and your family and your business that's your way of doing it and everyone else does it differently and we should just respect it and move along with our lives And if it's something that you don't accept and you don't respect or something that is really, really wrong for you, just leave. Like don't. You don't have to you don't have to make it right. It's not nothing to do. It's not your job. It's not your job.
1: No. It's not your job for fix Not your family. Nothing to do. I have a perfect example for this Um, just to wrap this up. So I remember last summer, the one before we were in Mexico and we met this awesome family that have a little girl and Alaska and her like hit it off. And we're like, yay, let's hang out. Anyway, long story short, they came to hang out one day. And I watched as this woman fed this three-year-old kid or two-year-old kid an entire mojito loaded with rum that I had made. And I was like, I was not okay with that. I was not comfortable with that. Like, and I was like, oh, it's, no, this is not, this is alcoholic. And she was like, oh, it's okay. It's Mexico. You know, this is how we do it here sort of thing. And, you know, like I was just not okay with it. So I distanced myself from that family. I'm like, I don't want to go to another gathering where I'm watching a child, you know, being intoxicated at this age because they think culturally it's okay. It's not my place. I'm not going to sit here and tell her how to raise her kid. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, whatever. Like that, that yeah. encounter made me uncomfortable. It helped me realize the boundaries that I have as a mother and as a person and like where I want to be at, yeah. you know, with people around my daughter. But it still doesn't give me the right to sit here and bash her for the way she's doing things, or to like you know or tell, tell her other people, or, <laughs> tell, or tell her off, or tell her what to do, or tell other people, or go around town or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like this is your life. I mean, obviously, like I'm not talking about a person who's like abusing their kid, basically. Like I'm not talking about that. Like this is just one party. She just gave her a mojito, you know. Like I'm not gonna get involved because it's not my. Fa- I don't know them well enough. It was recent relationships, you know. So I just distanced myself. Um. And obviously this, it's different if you have like, you know, a situation with somebody that's closer to you or, you know, the child is at risk. I'm not saying that don't advocate for children, but I just feel like there's always, there's always a decision to be made and it's always going to be easier to yeah. put someone down, to, you know, bash someone, to judge someone. And the higher road, the, the most difficult road is always to have grace. Um, and I feel like it's a road we should all take, at least at the beginning, because it would avoid a lot more conflicts for everybody involved
0: yeah especially at the beginning especially because you never it's like at first you never know exactly the whole spectrum of life of a a person's life Uh, I remember being like that like I always first thing I would always do would be judge and Mm. I never like I don't know I don't know enough and now my my whole life is creating backstories for people so I (laughs) have a reason to feel bad for them
1: Yes, yes, to advocate for them. You know when people them. are dicks
0: yeah. and like people are just being yeah. horrible for no reason. So like I'd be like, okay, maybe they just didn't have coffee this morning, and you know they're mm-hmm. just having a horrible time.
1: <laughs> so maybe it they just turns into an argument. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that it's is the horrible. biggest takeaway. The biggest takeaway is that especially if you're a mom, you cannot afford to spend the energy. Building all this negativity and all this judgment about what nobody else is doing. The best route for you as a mom, forget about somebody else, for you, the best route is to have empathy, lead with empathy and grace, and move on because you have more important things to worry about, like laundry. Mine hasn't been folded for two days. And with that, I have (laughs) wet
0: laundry in the basket for two days. You have to wash it it again.
1: yeah, I'm not wash it again. Oh, well. We are, n- you will never hear us giving you laundry tips. We are, we're, I think that's oh, yeah, definitely sorry. our least. Sorry about that. If that's what least, you're coming
0: here for, forget yeah. it.
1: If you're here for laundry advice, you've come to the wrong place. But if you want to talk more about, <laughs> you know, um, standing behind one another and creating a community of mothers that is um, a little bit less judgmental and a lot more Supportive for taking risks and going out there and making mistakes and learning along the way. Um, then follow us at Who Let the Mom Out That Pot on Instagram and come have conversations with us. Otherwise, we will see you here next week to talk about some other mom topic.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining and see you next week. Next I was going to say later, but it's next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.